0: Yoda, hello, what's up, what's up? It's your guest from Aotearoa, New Zealand. Welcome to Grace Through the Fire. I am your host, Marissa Lewis. This podcast is all about helping you to stand in your most powerful position and who you are and stop worrying about the past or what others think of you because you are brilliant mama and I am here to remind you I am a confidence coach, business mentor, author and speaker and I am absolutely obsessed with women showing up in their fullest expression and most unique way creating radical confidence in life and business and I cannot wait to get this conversation on today's episode started with you. We made it! Massive welcome to the very first episode of Grace Through the Fire. I am your host Marissa Lewis and I am super excited but at the same time as equally nervous and shitting my pants. (laughs) It's so interesting when you know you've got a lot to say and you have a lot of value to bring and I just want to thank you once again for even tuning in. So today I want to just talk about what is Grace Through the Fire? What is it about? What is this particular podcast really focused on? Well, it's typically referring to that ability that we have to remain that calm, composed, and resilient self ours in the face of all those difficult and challenging situations that we face in this life. And, you know, my story is where I have felt I've somehow come through those flames of adversity and been able to really hold that composure and grace through the fire. And I know if any of you listeners have gone through a difficult or challenging situation and you know that you're able to emerge with grace and resilience through these times then this is how this podcast will support you to identify those areas within yourself and that you should be honoring that within you. And I'm just, I'm a little nervous as I said, this is my first official recording of the podcast, you know, and over these next, I don't know how many years that this particular podcast will last, but I plan it to be ongoing and, you know, I'm going to be sharing so much so much around what is grace through the fire and how I've been able to integrate not balance but integrate that graciousness through the life's contrast and the polarity and you know I think one of the things is how do we remain open and honest about our experiences and how how is sharing our story with others including our challenging times, the stormy times, that we know we have faced and overcome and, you know, having that knowledge that this really can truly help others to shine their light, you know? So if you are someone, please stay tuned. This is going to be an amazing episode. (laughs) Well, I don't like to fan my own flame, but you know, (laughs) anyway, this particular episode will be really focused on sharing a bit more about myself and, and, you know, if you are feeling a little alone and disempowered, you know, it is my hope for you that, that this conversation will be useful for you. Do know that this podcast will be a place that you can tune into weekly and really feel that support and that grace and that love. And you know, I really look forward to hanging out with you ongoing. So while we're here, I really want to focus today on these lessons that I've learned in my journey and just really... Being able to reflect on them in a way that empowers self empowers you to reflect on your own. So, you know, when we are able to own ourselves and our story, which is where it all began for me, I think we create these new perspectives and we can truly transmute those challenges into real success, real inspiration for others. And this is really where you can find new ways to approach your challenges. You know, I really, really love that I'm able to sit here and just openly share from my heart in this conversation, speaking through this microphone, uh, to encourage and support you to know who you really are and that you matter and that you deserve to really stand up and stand out. And then if you are even remotely interested in your personal growth or professional growth, that this integrates through the fire, you know, and where you can come this particular podcast is where you can really come and hang out and learn how to spread those wings while the flames are, are roaring. <laughs> so I can't wait to share a bit more about myself with you. And I guess, yeah, where do I start? Well, kia ora. um, core, uh, you know, puki kararo, ko nga uh, ko kaipara, ko awa, ko ngāti me ngāti wai uku iwi. Uh, call Marissa so that's te, te Māori for those listeners who have no idea what I just said. Um, that was just a little bit of my introduction of where I come from and my whakapapa. So I originate from Aotearoa, New Zealand, and my papa is Māori Portuguese and my mama is English French. And I was raised around Aotearoa Māori and, you know, um, very, very proud to come from such a heart-focused and loving whānau and family and it's interesting you know I'm the I'm the the youngest of seven siblings and it's been a blended family but one full of of lots of love and as we know all families have their moments (laughs) but uh, my parents so blessed to have the parents that I have thankfully they're still here with us in this life and I did come a bit later in life was a little bit unexpected for them (laughs) and you know um I've always been what would they call the rotten egg, I would say. You know, not that I like to label myself, but I was always the child that was begging for more. I wanted to explore this world. I always knew there was more. Um, I had this crazy confidence as a child, probably a bit too much at times. Um, and if you can relate to this, then you'll know. Potentially send me a message. I'll always answer them. I do my best, send me a DM on Instagram or Facebook. Um, and I'll put I'll pop my handles in the show notes. But you know, I guess heard the intro, you know I am a confidence coach, business mentor, speaker author. um I'm a mama, I have a beautiful son, a beautiful son who's now almost fifteen. now, here's the thing about how did she get there? I didn't wake up one day and decide that this is the life I wanted. So for those who are new to my world, I am currently in a position where I get to live a life that I truly thrive with and I truly truly am activated by and it's a passion and a purpose and a mission of mine to really see women rise to see women feel their own power and essence and their most unique expression this is my mission to touch any ears that are willing to listen to really remind them of how beautiful and brilliant and bold and brave you are because you're here And I know, girl, I know, I know all too well that you will have a great and powerful story. So I've been um, working in the coaching industry for 10 years now in the online space. And I do run offline events, so I run retreats and in-person workshops, local events, and international retreats. Being the speaker, I have represented a mental health, I've been a speaker in mental health, which is also another huge passion of mine, because a big part of my story, which I'll share with you, is that I have suffered heavily over the years with mental health issues, previous to obviously my massive healing journey. And, you know, carried that anxiety and depressed emotion, depression, quote, and really, really living in that high-functioning fight or flight, always fizzing my nervous system right out the gate. Uh, You know, I had some darker times around suicide. We won't talk about that today. I might do another episode on that another time. So look, if you are someone who can relate to anything I just mentioned, you know, this is why I'm here. I want to let you know what is possible for you. You know, because when we stand up and shine and when we stand up and stand out for ourselves, we give other women permission to do the same. And this is a safe space where you can just chill. Maybe you're listening to me while you're having a walk. Maybe you're at the gym. Maybe you're sitting in the car. I mean, it doesn't really matter. I just, you know, once again, I'm so grateful that I have this resource to be able to share what's in my heart and, and share my voice um, and just remind you that that our story is where our true power comes from. It is the absolute secret ingredient to building something magnificent. So I guess why I chose Grace Through the Fire and why it means so much to me, it's a real representation of where I've come from. I think as I went through school, if I just take you back a little bit to when I started school, um, I always felt like I was a girl that really didn't have the focus and discipline to be told what to do. Uh, I managed to do well in school, but I always felt really like conflicted and con- constantly like in this box with all these rules. And from quite a young age, you know, it was evident that I I was a little wild in my spirit. I had a fire in my belly um, to just really explore life and explore this human experience. And I was always incredibly spiritual as a child. Being a Maori, which is my first, I suppose, my first, I would say my first and most proud part of who I am and what as i mentioned earlier my papa is my portuguese and my mum you know inch english french I grew up in both worlds. And what I mean by that is, you know, I managed to really stay connected to my roots and my Māori te uh, but I was always very much emerged into the current world. And, um, and that has seen me, you know, it has seen me have this ability to be able to shift in shape, um, be able to work with all walks of life and to be really proud, you know, to be proud to stand tall after all this adversity through the grace, through the fire. Now, for any listeners... Yeah, I left school at a very young age uh, because it really didn't feel good for me. And I'm not, Look, listen, if any children are listening to this, I do not encourage you to leave school. It's just a part of my story. And, you know, as I was coming through that teenage years, those teenage years, you know, I really want all of the listeners, especially if you've got children and daughters to, to really, I suppose, hear this part of my story because this is where my passion came from. Why I do what I do now, why I work with women all over the world, why I'm so dedicated to really seeing other women thrive and overcome that adversity and and hold their grace and and their greatness, you know, because I was, I was really heavily bullied. Uh, The reason I left school was I was very heavily bullied in my younger teenage years. And there was a lot of damage and trauma that was created from that. And uh, it wasn't obviously until later in life, I recognized how badly that trauma impacted me and my thoughts, my decisions, my beliefs. And I really lost my identity, you know, through this process. And I felt I really craved a sense of belonging. And if you're someone that may have experienced something like this or felt this way before, please again, send me a DM. You're not the only one. And, you know, by going through these difficult times and these challenging times, I didn't realize that I had developed so many wounds. And so I was a bit of a crazy explorer and I, I quit. I quit school and I went and got a job. Now, I remember in my first week of this job, I want to share this piece of my story with you because, you know, we talk about beliefs really impacting our thoughts and actions. And in this first week, it was uh, in a corporate job. I was a receptionist and uh, I had a manager. It was actually a housing company. And um, I asked a lot of questions because I wanted to get it right. I wanted to just impress everyone. I was in my first job. I was still so young. I was still a baby. Anyway, after about day three, one of the managers came out and actually sat with me and said, look, I think you just need to go out and pump petrol. You ask too many questions. Now, have you ever experienced anything like this where a leader or a teacher has told you something about yourself and somehow that just stabs you in the heart and you start to believe, right? But here's the thing. I felt like too many questions, there was never a bad question. And it's something I now teach my son to know and understand that there is never, ever too many questions. You know, this is how we learn. This is how we grow. And, you know, I think that's something that I've developed over the last particularly decade in terms of really building my confidence, because in the years between 14 and maybe 26, I went completely off the rails. I mean, I held jobs down and I still earned money and I loved what other people would look like and to terms of wanting that bigger life you know climbing that corporate ladder and I had worked with some really high-level brands in that period but you know it was like that conversation she had with me I could have easily quit the job and gone and pumped petrol but I knew there was a piece of me that had some serious self-confidence and even at that stage that I could do it and I used her as my motivation to prove her wrong To the point that seven years later, I got the most amazing job in marketing and sales for a bikini company, Moontide. And I drove all the way to Whangarei and I still seven years later, wanted to go and showcase my sales car and what my role was as national sales manager. And it didn't wound me enough to stop striving for my dreams and walking through that flame with grace, but it was my motivation. And this is one thing I want to remind you. It doesn't matter what you're motivated by, pain or pleasure, just use whatever it is as your motivation. And the discipline has to come before motivation, right? We can be motivated by lots of things, but when we lack that self motivation, we need the discipline to go and figure out how we can actually move forward. Yeah. So just back to the story, um, you know, sales, reception, marketing, uh, marketing and communications was my corporate life before I started doing what I'm doing now, which is now 10 years on. And, you know, things have evolved from there and it's been a, a really roller coaster. You know, I've been hungry for life means you're going to fall flat on your face. <laughs> and if you are that woman or man right now who's hungry, just know that's a really good thing. It's good when you fall on your face. It's good when you know that you're in the arena. And you're getting knocked out because it means you're in the arena trying life, trying things, you know. But at that stage in my life, being so hungry for life, I was also incredibly wounded. Uh, So for years and years, I lost one of the biggest things I did, which I carried a lot of regret for a long time, was I lost my virginity very, very young. And I really didn't know what I was doing. And I put myself into a situation where I ended up sleeping with a man that I really didn't know, you know what that meant when that particular thing happened and did I give consent I don't even remember I was drunk so you know you can interpret that however you like but what was a real mind blowing side knockout from the universe is I ended up falling pregnant yeah to this person and you know after falling pregnant it was such a big decision to make at age 14 I know this is a pretty intense and deep first conversation with you, but I want you to really understand what I mean, why Why grace through the fire means so much to me. You know why we need to be the Poe of our own lives and hold strong that version of us that has made mistakes because you don't know what you don't know until you know better. And then hopefully we, we learn from that. Um, But this is where it all stemmed from me in terms of my future, or I shouldn't say future, but the decisions that came after that, that was impacted by the decision to not have the child. You know, there's quite a big backstory there about, you know, I don't want to bore you, but a little bit of the backstory is, you know, and so that you have a bit of a landscape of what this looks like. I was actually raised in a Catholic school and um, raised to believe there was good and evil. And that was it. Raised to believe there was God and Satan. Um, I'm no longer Catholic, but just that was what I was raised around. And I was raised to believe that, you know, following the church belief system, that an abortion was a really evil act. So after I chose not to have this child at, again, I was age, I was age 14. I actually fell quite ill and was diagnosed with a really quite a young age with very severe endometriosis. And I think You know, I was 15 when I got diagnosed properly, which led me to, you know, follow up with gynecologists all over New Zealand and the world, actually. And I was told that I would have a one in a million chance of conceiving a child. Now, for me, I created an identity around this news. I blamed myself. I believed God was punishing me. I believed that because I had taken that route to get rid of my child. I don't know if it was a son or a daughter. I was a jelly bean, you know, that I was being punished because I was now told I could never have a child. And I don't really know if it was at that time, if I was to recall whether I blamed this greater source, God, source, universe, but it threw me into a down spiral and I really lost my identity at such a young age. You know, after being bullied, leaving school, being told I was not good enough to be in a normal receptionist job and then this. And look again, none of this is a pity story. Please know I'm shelling from a healed place, not a hurt place. <laughs> I just really want you to understand that, you know, if you have these times also, you can relate that I get you, I got you, I do, I get it. Um, And so I pretty much decided, well, if I can't have a child, what is my purpose? Like, I don't know. So I just decided to climb the corporate ladder and on the weekends, numb, which meant numbing with, you know, recreational drugs, alcohol. I was not heavily addicted or anything. I just really wanted to escape and have fun. And, you know, as I said, I still held down good jobs, but I just never quite felt good enough I mean I lost my voice there for quite some years and a part of that ended up being I developed this need to always be the loudest in the room in order to feel my worth and confidence so as I navigated through all these difficult experiences and challenges you know I obviously was operating on a quite a quite a dull frequency where I was attracting other difficult and challenging experiences because we are magnets right and what we think and feel we attract and it seemed to down spiral and I just ended up you know um, sleeping with people that didn't for me craving that care and comfort you know needing that belonging Um, and then of course I got into a relationship where I really really fell in love you know and before I knew it I was immersed in a really controlling relationship and again couldn't figure out who I was just went down the rabbit hole and you know I think to that version of myself and I think I wish I knew better I wish I could talk to her I wish that I you know if you don't know I didn't know You just get to a stage where you're like, funny, I'm not, (laughs) right? But we don't. And that's the thing about life. Coming through these challenging experiences, or maybe you've come through some or you're in it right now. We do get to choose how we integrate that into becoming a better version of ourselves and using our story to really self-empower others is really what this is about. You know, this is what we're here to do. We're here to shine our light and allow the others to activate that too, right? Anyway, through the relationships I've been in, Every single one of them has taught me something. Can it definitely not innocent here? You know, (laughs) I'm sure you can also relate to some relationships where you've played a part. You've played a role. And I certainly wasn't graceful or always graceful. And before we kick off today's episode, I just wanted to remind you of the incredible opportunity that we have here now at MLI, which is Ground Zero. This is our sixth week entry-level support and coaching program for any of you females who are maybe new to entrepreneurship or maybe you just don't know what your next steps are in launching your business online. I mean, perhaps you're a passionate career woman, a devoted mama with children and some brilliant ideas and you just want to use your creativity and you're ready to learn some new high-level value skills that are in such demand right now starting that business that you've always dreamed of to create not only an extra income, but gain back more time and just do more of what you love with who you love. This is such an incredible opportunity and the doors are wide open, Mama. So if you are even interested to skyrocket, you know, your knowledge, your skills, your expertise, and really be able to craft a brand that you're in love with, then please go check out the show notes. We cannot wait to see you inside. I was reactive. I was scared. I carried wounds of abandonment and rejection, especially because I forgot to mention that my parents separated when I was 10. And, you know, that also was when my whole world flipped upside down for me. I lost my stability. I lost everything that I thought was the perfect family. And they were always loving. But, you know, 10 was a really young age to lose everything. And, you know, it was... All of these stories and all these little pieces that I'm sharing with you that really lead me to explore living life on drugs and you know alcohol and all of the things. But there was a point where my mental health really came to a crossroad, and I suffered severely. you know, and again, thankfully, my my parents never closed off to me. They always loved me, had their arms wide open, and I'll forever be grateful for that. You know, I don't blame them for breaking up. I was just young and I had to go through this journey and figure out how can I remain graceful and kind and soft through all of this pain. And it took me a long time, a couple of decades, right? But yes, I have overcome addiction. I have overcome depression. I have overcome suicide. You know, so I'm here, I'm standing tall in grace and I'm proud of my story. I'm proud that I felt and I was was alive and I keep choosing life. And if you're listening to this, one thing I didn't do, just in case you are listening to this and you haven't reached out, I did not reach out for help. I tried to pretend I had it all under control until it took over me. But there are people out there that can help you. And if you if you need that support, I don't know what country you're in, just, you know, please reach out to someone. And if someone doesn't support you or doesn't know how to, just reach out to another person and another person until you find that, you know, someone that will actually support you because there are people who care and there are communities that do care right so with that said you know the the beautiful thing about where I am today is I now get to truly live in what I have crafted as my own beliefs I still deal with you know the negative dialogue and I still have to work really hard every fucking day to have a relationship with myself and that divine energy and source and wisdom and to trust I still have to work every single moment to work and move in the posture of the higher self that I am and that you are and so but it's worth it you know and and there are some really practical things you can do to help you become more graceful through the adversity to walk through the flames with grace you know there is so many simple simple techniques and practices it's not hard it's quite simple but again it comes back to that discipline you know, and I never thought in a million years that I would be in the position that I am. You know, our company made almost half a million last year in revenue. And I sit here thinking it was 10 years ago that I I truly committed to my healing. Like I truly committed. I committed to doing life and walking this purpose with the support of my ancestors, my tūpuna, knowing that he'd heal what they couldn't, not because they didn't want to, But because they absolutely didn't have the same resources that we have, you know, they fought hard for us to have this freedom. And, you know, that's it for me, in case no one knows this for me, why I do what I do. Yes, I want to empower, self-empower and impact others particularly woman, wahine, but it's the freedom. And I heard something really rad and it was, you know, I don't want to be able to touch the ceilings and I don't want to feel the walls. And that really hit me, that spaciousness, that freedom to be myself, you know, because we all fucking deserve that. Okay, mama, you deserve that. No matter what you have done, no matter what you've had to overcome, no matter where you are right now, you deserve a good life. You deserve to to step over the line and stand in your power and use everything that you have been through as the story and the foundation in order for you to move forward. People are always going to have to choose. You are going to have to choose whether you want a better life or whether you want to stay where you are. And I always return to the baseline of my thoughts whenever I feel like it's too hard. Because believe me, working with thousands of women all over the world. Doing this podcast was a dream. It was once just a dream and now here I am. And it's not been an easy road, but it has been so fucking worth it. And I get up every day, my feet hit the ground and I'm roaring to go because I know that by me showing up and I've got evidence out there that by me showing up, I'm living into my sole purpose. I'm really here to truly show others what is possible for them, for you. I'm here to remind you, mama, You know, it doesn't actually matter what your beliefs are, what you believe in, as long as you have faith and something greater than you, you know, and know that you're not walking this, this walk alone. I'm walking it next to you. Your ancestors are walking it next to you, you know. And so if I'm going to be really fucking brutally honest, what changed for me? What what was that point? Because I get this question a lot. What was the moment for me that changed everything? I just drew a line in the sand and I literally went to the beach and I stepped over it and I just made a decision. There is no plan B for me. This is it. I'm going all in hands, feet, toes, face, nose. And if I fall, I know I'm going to be caught. It's going to be okay. I will be okay. You will be okay. If it doesn't kill you or starve you, or take a roof over your head off of you, you're fucking fine. This is a really strong message for you, mama. Whatever that thing is that's holding you back right now, you can get through that. Time is a beautiful thing, but we don't have much of it. And that was the decision I made for myself, for my son, for my partner, for my family. And that's what I return to every time I wake up. Sorry, I'm getting emotional. (laughs) I think about living a life on your terms walking through your experiences with grace is when you really feel that shift, like I'll never forget what it felt like to want to die. (laughs) That's basically it. And I never want to feel like that again. And I will do the work because you have to do the fucking work. And I've done the work for nearly over a decade and a half. And I won't stop doing the work because I get to manage life better. I get to walk through the adversity with grace. I get to say, come at me flame i am going be okay, you know, and I think you will too. I know you will, right? But yeah, I won't regret my decisions. There's nothing worse in life than regret. And of course, I did mention I'm a mama, so even with all the doctors, I <laughs> just back to that story. I jumped a bit. Sorry. Um, I did end up after all the addiction and, and everything. I had a crossroad, and I knew at that stage it was time to pull my head in. And uh, I honored myself, and I promised. I made a commitment to myself, to my or to my Tina, and my physical. To nurture my mind, to do what I needed to heal, do what I needed to do to heal. And um, I prayed, I prayed so hard for my child. I prayed for my son. And I was even booked in for a hysterectomy and I didn't go to the appointment. And uh, believe it or not, four years later, I felt pregnant and I have a miracle child. <laughs> and it's, you know, I'm not saying I'm sorry if, if this hasn't been your story, but this is my story. And You know, I I truly believe that when we are that dedicated to the alignment of who we are, who we truly are, to truly remember who we truly are, we can create a life. We can, quote, manifest whatever we want into our life. And so, yeah, I mentioned also that I was an author. I do have two books there and, um, you know, they're both self-help books. They're not my bio, not my full story. That's coming. That's coming, though. (laughs) But if I'm to, you know, leave you with anything today. It is that you are the secret source. You are your superpower. And there are people out there waiting for you to actually be convicting in how you move forward, how you choose to heal, how you choose to transform, how you choose to step forward in life. Your success may look very different to mine. It may look very different to everybody else's, but there is one thing I do is I believe, I believe in you. I know what it's like to feel a loss of identity, uh, to feel like you're not enough, but you are enough. You are so much more than enough. And this is what Grace Through the Fire is about. And I can't wait to share with more with you. I really do hope that you've enjoyed this little bit of my story and that you subscribe. We've got a few more episodes already recorded and they'll be coming out shortly. And then I plan to do one to two a week. I am so committed to this. This is lighting me up to have this opportunity to have a conversation with you. I'm so grateful you, if you made it to this part of the podcast that you continued listening. And yeah, I just absolutely would love to hear from you if you want to DM me on on Instagram and I really really look forward to seeing you and hearing you on the next episode and I will see you soon big loves Thank you so much for listening to Grace Through the Fire. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. I love you. Thank you for being here with me. Thank you for listening and using those beautiful darting as your ears. Thank you so much for just bringing your energy and for choosing the Grace Through the Fire podcast to so hang out with me and have this conversation. And before I go, please do share this. Share this podcast with a woman or a neck as many as you know that need this, that deserve this. And just so that we can all. All stand up and be that tall poe for ourselves and those around us and with that I love you have a beautiful day and I'll see you on the next episode